You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is your man Tony Wiggins with another edition of Locked On Jaguars. End of the week edition on a Friday, end of the month edition. Uh, last day in July, heading into August. So, you know, that means toe meets leather uh, here pretty soon for uh, college as well as uh, the NFL. Uh, training camp is going on, so we'll get you caught up with a lot of things uh, that happened today at training camp. Trevor Lawrence, man. Trevor Lawrence. I'm telling you. It is the real deal. I got to tell you also about the Peacock and Williamson podcast, man. It is, to me, uh, the the top-tier NFL podcast going because Peacock is – that's my man. He, he's absolutely wonderful. But uh, Matt Williamson is too, man. He, former scout, Peacock, of course, you know him from Locked On 49ers. It is uh, an absolutely great show to listen to. And you can get it Monday through Friday here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast, Peacock and Williamson. Um, Trevor Lawrence, that's that's the story. And I know that's going to be the story that we're going to talk about uh, a lot uh, every time we, we come on because that's really what people want to hear and want to know. He's just wowing people, man. I, I saw a lot of tape today of some throws that he made. Yep, and he hit Timmy Tebow with another red zone uh, TD uh, during drills today, and he threaded the needle, and Timmy made a nice catch, so I'll mention that. A lot of people giving me grief about what I thought about Tebow getting an opportunity here. I never said I didn't want him to succeed. You guys need to stop with that narrative. That is absolutely not true. Um, I just have so much respect for the game. And the people that play the game and that have played the game over the years tell you how you have to be bought in. I just didn't think a guy who's been away for seven, eight years could just walk in and and make an impact. And we'll see what happens when the pads get on. But back to Trevor Lawrence has been outstanding. So we're going to discuss him. I'm going to play a clip from Daryl Bevel. I got a lot of good stuff here from Daryl Bevel today. Play clips from Daryl Bevel talking about Trevor Lawrence. In the second segment, what we're going to do is we're going to switch it up. We're going to play – Clips of Del Bell were talking about the running game and giving you an indication of people were wondering what's going to happen with James Robinson since they drafted Travis Etienne. Well, you hear it from the horse's mouth of how they feel about James Robinson and how we all feel about James Robinson, of course, and how important it is in the third segment that these guys are on the same page. I think it's critical that they're on the same page uh, because this is the time in camp where, you know, you're going to get grinded on. It's, is it important that guys are best friends off the field? No, I don't think so, but it's important for them to have a certain chemistry and a certain workflow and a work relationship in the locker room, and I think that's being developed right now uh, with those guys, so we'll go over that too. But back to this beginning. Trevor Lawrence is, has really separated himself, as we all expected, uh, coming into camp. He's just physically better than everybody else, and I talked yesterday and the day before about when you see that secretariat type of athlete, what it does. And now that you've seen Trevor Lawrence up front, there was no way that he wasn't going to be the, the, the starter. They haven't named that, but I do. Obviously, it's obvious he's going to be the starter. He's going to give him the best chance to win. But it is absolutely amazing to me that so many people that I trust and know are just, their, their, their mouths are dropping to the floor. 
I mean, they're tripping over their own uh, gums here because they can't believe how good he is. I do, and I knew it all along when they picked him how good he was going to be. But he's really asserted himself as the guy that you cannot and you can try to think that coaches want to spoon feed dudes and 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 not put them out and throw them to the wolves. He's getting thrown to the wolves, folks. That's just it. End of discussion. And as good as that group is, and the group has played well, uh, Jake Luton came back today. The, as good as that group is, it's good to have guys you know at that position that can provide some depth. Maybe if one of those young dudes plays lights out then the Jaguars could make a move with Minshew and possibly get some draft capital from somewhere else or whatever. But I'm, I'm all in for just keeping the best players you have on your team, and if he's going to go somewhere and be a backup, let him be your backup. That's just the way that I think it needs to go. But I'm overwhelmed at the, the amount of, of praise that Trevor is getting, and I'm overwhelmed because it's not just the physical stuff. It's not just the arm talent. It's just that early on he seems to know exactly where to go with the ball. And you'll hear Bevel talk about how these guys have retained information going from OTAs to training camp. This will be a big uh, boom for the people that really, really believe that OTAs are absolutely important. If they're successful, for all the guys that didn't go to involuntary workouts and OTAs and other places, if the Jags are successful, what's going to happen is these guys are going to want to be here. They're going to want to volunteer because if they see that there's a difference um, with not being here and there's a, there's a tremendous difference and they got off to a good head start by being here, players aren't stupid. Players will break their old habits and start to want to be at OTAs. And that's why I want to talk about their relationship part of it later on because what happens is it'll organically make these guys want to be around each other, want to be at the facility, even when it's voluntary or even when it's not mandatory, you'll still see them around because they'll actually enjoy the work and they'll enjoy the grind because they enjoy the fruits of what, you know, that grind and that work and that togetherness brought them and they start to get greedy uh, for success. It'll be a good thing for Urban Meyer uh, and his program because he's talking about sports performance, he's talking about nutrition, if these guys realize they're getting the best here, they'll play and they'll they'll pr- play workout and practice here. You can always get on a private jet and fly to Miami for the weekend, right? Because a lot of guys work out in these other cities or they work out in their hometowns because they want to be at a certain place during the off season. The key is is if everything and from the way it looks and what I'm talking about is early in camp, they don't look like a team that just got assembled. They don't look like a team that added, uh, what, 14 free agents this year and all of these rookies, they they really look like they've been together before. It's helping the quarterback too. And he's helping the situation because he's so smart and he's retaining a lot of knowledge. When I when I come back in, uh, I'm going to give you guys uh, some, uh, some clips, the voice from training camp. I'm going to tell you some of the things that Daryl Belva talked about uh, with media's of the member that he met, uh, members of the media, rather media of the members, members of the media that he met with after practice. I'll do that in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars on a Friday. All right, man, let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the absolute cold hard truth. 
and I've been telling you that for a long time. What is it about them, man? What, what makes them so great? I'll tell you what it is. It is the 100% covered in, in chocolate. It's the fact that you can eat it and be guilt-free because it's packed with protein, low in carbs, low in sugar, and low in calories. If that ain't enough, it tastes damn good. It feels like it needs to be on the candy bar aisle. Salty caramel is my favorite one, but there are eight other flavors that they have at Built Bar, and you can get them at BuiltBar.com. If you use the promo code LOCKED15, you're going to get 15% off of your first order. You can follow them on Twitter at, at bar underscore built for all the latest information. Well, you can just take my word for it, man. I'm telling you, Built Bar, nine great flavors, packed with protein, low carbs, low sugar, low calories. Built Bar is the best taste protein bar ever, and you need to get some and enjoy it. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off of your next order. All right, man, rolling along here on a Friday. And Daryl Bevel met after practice with members of the media. I got some clips I'm going to play for you as he talks about how Trevor Lawrence has played so far in camp. I'm looking good. You know, I'm really, really pleased with, with where he's at um, in terms of his preparation and then being able to carry that over to the field. Um, just, you know, we'll continue to work each and every day. That was Daryl Bevel, offense coordinator Daryl Bevel. All of these clips uh, is – um, a courtesy, courtesy of Jaguars.com and the Jacksonville Jaguars for sending these, and we thank them for that. Uh, there's some more talk about how the quarterbacks were able to retain and get off to such a good start, how they retained stuff from um, the uh, mandatory mini camps and OTAs to training camp, and here's what Bevel had to say about that. I actually told um, the whole offensive skill guys yesterday that the retention's been was really good for day one yesterday. You know, when you take that big break, those four or five weeks, a lot of times those guys shut the books and they come back and they're dusting it off and they're, they're a lot rusty. So um, our guys came back yesterday. It was, it was actually a really sharp practice for the first day. So all of them um, have done a nice job. And even today, you know, there was a couple things, but um, for the most part, they were pretty dialed in. How big was it? Um, I mean, you love, you love that stuff, you know, for, um, for a guy like Trevor, a young guy, and then he had some of the, you know, more veteran players o- over there with him. There was other guys as well, you know. Like, I don't think they put it all always out there, but um, you know that's good stuff, and that that's where um, the camaraderie starts. You know that's where you, you fine tune some things, and you know there's there's lines in a book, right? Of like what what we do, but then there's the, the nuances of some of it, and and each guy has different nuances. So when you're able to spend that extra time, you learn that you can read body language, and you know how a guy's going to come out of a break by the way he's going into it, and that's the stuff that they're getting done there. So as you can tell, man, the coaches are pleased when these guys uh, are proactive and get out there and start working on their own. And it's something to be said about the leadership of Trevor Lawrence, and and it is what it is. Uh, teams will uh, teams that trust their quarterback, and you knew this from 2017. Teams that trust their quarterback and believe in, believe in their quarterback, uh, it really really does help both sides of the ball, not just the offense but the defense. And right now, I had expectations of Trevor that were very high. Uh, they're absolutely high now, and uh, they're actually through the roof because of the way he's mentally and physically handled the situation uh, of ingratiating with his teammates in the city, but more or less just taking the practice when he knew – you know everybody's watching you at practice, and you go out there and you basically put on a clinic, uh, even with fans in the stands, with all of the pressure on you, even with the national media and the scrutiny that comes along with being the first overall pick, doesn't matter. And that's what's impressive to me. Because it'd be easy for him to make a few plays or make some mistakes and every now and then just wow you with a with a, a throw or an arm or two. 
And then you go, yeah, you know, okay, whatever. You know, he's just a young guy. That's not what this looks like, man. This looks like a dude that really, really does not care about pressure, and I think that's going to be well for him as well as the rest of the Jaguars. The running game. I want to talk about the running game and how important that running game is to a quarterback. And when you listen to what Daryl Bevel has to say in the third segment, you understand that this is going to be a physical team, a physical team that really wants to run the football in order to control the game. We'll hear more from Daryl Bevel talking about the running game, and we'll do it just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. All right, man, rolling along here on a Friday. Giving it to you here, man. We Training camp, last day of uh, the month of July, heading into August. When you start here in August, you start thinking about preseason. When you start thinking about preseason, you start thinking about that's closer we get to the regular season. And then before you know, in about a month, Labor Day will be on you, and you know what happens right around Labor Day. College football starts, and then a week after that, it's the NFL. So we're not that far away, man. You look, you're looking at five weeks, five weeks before uh, things really kick off. The Jags are off to a real good start in training camp. Uh, they don't look all organized and – I mean all disorganized. Like some teams tend to look at early in camp, and they don't seem to be the type of team that's trying to find their way through things. It's a team that knows what their identity is. They know who they are. And they know who they are. They know what the purpose is of practice. I was really, really happy to hear that some of the players were saying that this is the toughest thing they've ever done because that means it's not club med. That means these guys are really, really working and getting after it, and Urban Meyer's grinding on them. And with that comes, the, you know, with the thought that, you know, if, if you grind on them now, it'll all pay off later. One of the guys that continues to impress – uh, this coaching staff because there was a lot of talk when Travis Etienne was picked uh, in the first round. There was a lot of talk about whether or not uh, James Robinson was going to have some of his shine taken away. I never thought that. Well, the Jaguars love him. They absolutely love him. You want to know how? Listen to what Daryl Bevel says about James Robinson and his role with the Jaguars this year. game is, is built that way. I know Coach, Coach Meyer believes that, um, that you run the ball first and um, that we, we want to be able to, to kind of exert our will on the opponent, and then it helps us do other things, you know, in, in the past game, uh, get big plays in the past game, those kind of things is what we're looking to do. So um, to have a number of backs back there, I think there's a lot of guys that are looking really good, um, just, just is, is better for us. Well, I mean, first of all, the guy's undrafted, and, you know, to come in here and watch what he did last year, I think was, was a huge accomplishment for him. Um, he's kind of a quiet guy. Uh, you know, so it's, it's been fun kind of getting to know him. But um, very, very physical. Um, obviously, um, love love what he can do with the ball in his hands. And he, he's going to get his fair share of doing that. Again, that's Daryl Bell, offensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, of course, as I said before, all of these clips are courtesy of Jaguars.com and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Why are they working? This is a real good question, too, by my Tegna partner, Mia O'Brien. She basically was talking about guys working at wide receiver. And I'll paraphrase the question. It's like, why is it so important to teach guys how to catch? And a lot of the receivers, not just ETN, a lot of the running backs are lined up out wide and they're catching the ball. There's a great answer by Daryl Bevel, and here's what he had to say about that. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think um, it's an interesting observation that you have that's really, really good. And I think the thing that's important for us is all those guys can run the ball, right? And so there's some things that are harder at each position and we want we want to practice the things that are hardest 
and if we can practice the things that are hardest, then they will get better at them, and then those things become things that they're more comfortable with. So a lot of running backs, you know, I was talking to James yesterday. I'm like, hey, how many catches do you have in college? And he's like, hey, we just ran power. You know, they didn't, they didn't hand me the ball or throw me the ball very much. And, you know, that's just, that's just what happens. And the more well-rounded you can make the players, uh, the, you know, the more successful our offense has a chance to be. And when you know when you throw the ball, you got all the receivers running down, and everybody's covered to find the running backs. They they can you know we say make you a lot of money by taking those checkdowns. I was in Green Bay many years ago. Amon Green was actually the leading receiver on the team as a running back. He had 60 catches that year. So um, we want those guys to have all that skill set, and we want to work on those hard things. So as you can tell, there's going to be a big emphasis this year for the Jaguars to the running backs to be able to do multiple things. This isn't a situation where you have one running back who does this, and then you have to take him out. Remember back in the day when they used to put Corey Grant in the game and you knew exactly what it was? It was either a draw play or a swing pass, right, because he wasn't a power runner? Those are tells. Those are tells that you – it's like playing poker. Situational sub-packages and groups come in, and the other coordinator who's been around football for a long time is super smart, and then they just sub-package their thing in and go, well, this is what they're trying to do in this situation. It's good to have versatile football players where substitutions don't necessarily give away what's going to happen. And uh, that's why I think it's important that this team is versatile. That's why I think it's important for this team to be able to uh, come together, trust each other. You know, all of these things will play a a very important part in how successful Jacksonville is this year. I've never seen the level of commitment to it as we have right now. Um, so, you know, I, there was, there was just, there wasn't much. It was more like getting to know them and, and, uh, you know, what are we going to do? How are we going to blend this thing together in terms of the interview? But then when we, uh, when we got here, started talking about it, I mean, he's committed and all you can see all the commitment that we have out there to it. Well, I would really hate to call out like one guy. I mean, if you, if you look at these guys and it'd probably be better for you guys, just, you know, as, as you look at them, cause you watched them for, you know, for longer than I have, but I mean, the tight end rooms change i mean ben ellison um you know osha i mean those those guys they look great i mean djs i know that's that's well documented but um if i start picking guys out i mean these guys uh i, I really haven't seen a commitment in the off season as much as we had and um guys were here guys were working um, they weren't they weren't balking at anything they were they were diving you know head first into it um, we got a great sports performance team we got we have a great strength and conditioning program and i think it's going to show out here eight, nine, nine, and eight, or maybe even more than that. For me, I'm starting to say, and I told guys I wouldn't do this because I'm starting to feel myself leaning towards this thing is going to move a little bit faster than everybody thinks it's going to move. And that's because of the time that these guys have spent together, the time that those guys went up uh, and and did things on their own, um, up at Clemson, the quarterbacks and the wide receivers, all of these things, I believe, play a, a, a big, big part in building the, the chemistry, the cohesiveness, and getting these guys to buy in. And then all you got to do after that is coach. Then all you have to do is after that is coach. I really do think I'm, – I'm trying to temper myself. I still got one one hand one hand handcuffed behind my back because I'm thinking, like, Wig, don't do it, don't do it. I, you told him just last week, don't get too caught up about these guys playing in these shorts, man, and, and what you see. I'm now more anxious that once I go out to practice, start next week in camp, when the pads come on, 
I'm really anxious to see what happens now when the full pads come on. That's my biggest thing. I want to see exactly what goes on when the pads come on, and uh, that's going to be the fun part for me. And then I'll probably uncuff that other hand and give you guys the report you need uh, out of training camp uh, because right, right now it's exciting, and it's, and it's hard not to actually get caught up in the excitement of what's going on, even though I'm going to take my own advice. I'm not going to get too high right now about it. I'm just going to try to hold on. Look, man, it's the weekend, so if you guys um, are going to make any wagers, you need to obviously do that at Bet Online. But before you do that, when you need that advice, you got to check out Locked On Bets. It's hosted by your boy Q and handicap expert Lee Sterling. You can get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. It's the weekend, man. I want you guys to take care of each other. Keep holding on. Remember, subscribe to the Locked On Jaguars YouTube page. That will be up very soon. Um, and we'll be here every day next week, Monday through Friday, because it's your team every day. Continue to take care of each other. Like I always say, have a great weekend, and thank you for listening to another episode of Locked On Jaguars.